Hello everyone, welcome to the second edition of the Guru Mantra Podcast and here is your Guru Chalan Kumar. Today we have a special guest. Yes, she is very special guest for me, Unnati, who scored 7 points in all the IB subjects. Yes, you heard it correct. And she got a perfect 45 points. A little introduction about Unnati. Unnati was a part of the Pathways Aravali class of 2022, graduated as a valedictorian of the batch with a perfect IB score of 45 and A in extended essay. She is currently an incoming freshman at Georgia Tech as a computer science major. She is interested in the positive application of technology in society. For which she has undertaken multiple projects. Her projects have been featured in public platform like United Nations, WWF Podcast and many academic journals. Unnati, welcome to the Guru Mantra Podcast. Thank you. It's an absolute pleasure to be here. Um, so, yeah. Okay, Unnati. Uh, first, we will go little questions about uh, TO. So, Unnati, uh, what is the relation between the TO object and personal experience and why are personal experience are important in the selection of the TOK objects? Um, so as far as I remember, uh, in my TOK exhibition, I picked up one object that was personal, which was a book that I had owned and the other two objects were also personal in the sense that they were from my cultural context. Um, now I think that with personal experiences, right, when you pick up TOK objects that you have um, associated personal experiences with, um, you're able to make more specific arguments to answer the topic of your exhibition. So um, my TOK exhibition, for example, was on the challenges in the communication or dissemination of knowledge. So when I I picked up objects that I was already familiar with. I could explain the challenges that I faced in the interpretation and in the context of acknowledging greater detail than I would have been able to deal with otherwise. So yeah, I think they're just very instrumental in making your arguments more comprehensive, convincing, and um, I think also genuine. Good. So Unati, can you tell how did you identify the correct object according to the prompt to maximize the score in the TOK exhibition? Uh, so I think I'd be lying if I said that I did not change my exhibition object or you know my uh, my exhibition topic multiple times. It's very rare that the first draft you write for absolutely anything is the last one. And in the same way, the first object you pick up are not always, so to say, the correct object for the exhibition. So I think just like that, the key to identifying the correct object is to keep revisiting your choices and making sure that you're convinced with it till the final draft. Also, I think it's good to keep an open mind, um, keep, looping, keep looking around and if you feel that another object that you found in a little later might be a better fit for what you um, have you can speak to your TOK supervisor and swap it out. Um, I think it's also a good idea to take feedback about your objects from someone who's not actively involved in the IBTP curriculum because TOK does tend to get ambiguous uh, more often than not. Um, so for example, our friends who did not do the IBTP program, sometimes it was just nice to just explain my TOK exhibition objects to them instead. And if it made sense to them as someone who was a third party, maybe I was doing something right. I think of my TOK essay, for example, my parents served as a good bouncing board as well. So. It's always good to get another opinion. Brilliant. I still remember your TOK essay on In fact, when I was uh, taking my TOK class grade 12, I told my grade 12 students, please refer Unati TOK essay. That will give you a perfect uh, uh, score how to make a counterclaim. So my question is, what is the presence of a well-written counterclaim, the hidden gem for the TOK essay to get an A? Uh, so I think with the new TOK curriculum, as far as I remember, it's been like two or three months. But I think with the new TOK curriculum, the emphasis on counterclaims has been slightly slightly minimized announced that the focus is on bringing out varied points of view in your TOK essay. Um, but the core idea of evaluating your thoughts still exists and I think that's key to doing well on the TOK essay, right? Writing varied points of view or um, contradicting points of view shows how thorough your understanding of the title is. Um, so for example, my TOK essay was on whether knowledge can be independent 
moment of culture and i think i was able to present both yes and no points of view which made my essay thorough and comprehensive also what i think is important to understand is that the world is not really black and white so whenever you do make an argument there's always going to be something that contradicts it and the ib emphasizes in your essays being a reflection of reality with real life examples so you might as well make use of this in all aspects so i think yeah that that's really it so what is the structure of an pok essay and how so important structure and how do you structure your pok essay so structure to any piece of writing is very important whether that's your pok essay whether it's a college essay it's anything at all it's very important so it guides your readers understanding of your thoughts and ideas so i structured my pok essay by talking about one aok in total first and then moving on to the second aok so where it was i first listed out all my ideas about math and then moved on to art um that was also obviously the introduction where i defined some key terms and um introduced the aok aoks um when presenting the points of view in the aoks and what i would um my body paragraphs i structured it to first introduce the idea then a real life example that support the idea and then link the example and idea to further explain the point of view that i had and this was a structure that i really followed for the whole um essay this made sure that you know all points of view and examples receive their due space and recognition while maintaining like a good flow to the piece yes uh before i go for the next question listeners little flashback i started an initiative called the tok bus and unnati uh, yeah. was the head of the tok because of unnati uh, the tok bus was a huge success i have worked with unnati for 18 months then we in fact i really understand what is uh, critical thinking especially from unnati point of so unnati tok is an critical thinking so how can a student develop a critical thinking skill in dp as per your experience um so critical thinking honestly is a skill that i think we develop since primary school it's not something that instantaneously emerges in dp but yeah i think we can definitely fine tune it refine it in the dp by um uh, you know reading the news reading good books listening to debate catching up with good media for me at least a lot of my critical thinking i think stemmed from actively solving problems when i was um let's say coding or doing something else in class not something i consciously did like oh i need to develop critical thinking skills it just happens i think just keeping yourself engaged in like productive activities can help with critical thinking actually that's a brilliant uh, one of the two mistakes students should avoid on the tok journey i think number one um is being extremely rigid with what you think like i said before like keep an open mind uh the tok exhibition and essay are two things that you work continuously on but a lot of people do is pick something at the outset and then become a little defensive and turn a blind eye to any kind of feedback i actually changed my tok exhibition prompt twice which i don't know if my tok supervisor was happy with but i just did not feel convinced and i listened to the feedback i got um so yeah i think being open to feedback and being flexible is a good idea but tok especially since there are so many different points of view number two i think i don't know if it applies particularly to tok only but i think it's delaying things since the tok essay and exhibition are very attended pieces of work a lot of people put it off at the last minute like you know because it's submitted submitted the latest which leads to really low quality work being produced and it leads to you know a lack of feedback so i think delaying things is also a huge mistake that i think students don't only make on their tok journey but on their dp journey as a whole so yeah i think those are to have okay what you will give a two tips for achieving an a grade in tok for dp students every dp students want a a in tok so what is two tips from your experience you will give to the students i think the two mistakes that i listed out also have the two most like important tip hidden in them i think just be flexible be alert um tok really needs sense to real life so to do well you really need an understanding of the things around you the objects that you pick up from real life the real life examples that you pick up from real life so i think you need to be a little alert to do well um and number 2 yeah just don't procrastinate you have to get these things done sometime that sometime might as well be now so i think 
think yeah that that really the two tips i have brilliant and now unati we are moving some of the question related to extended essay i know you have taken your extended essay on the mac so can you tell me what difficulties did you encounter during your journey of extended essay and how did you overcome it? i think my biggest trouble really at, at least the answer that i can think of was figuring out an issue and a topic since my e was in math so the level of math that you do in class um does not really match up with the level of math that you need in your extended essay it's obviously over and above and beyond what you really need um what you really do in class and i think i had a lot of trouble with that because i would read these pieces of literature to understand what i could do my work on and i wouldn't really understand what i was really dealing with for a long time and i'd pick arcs that i just couldn't work with so i think yeah i just overcame that by reading more and more and understanding things in a little greater detail speaking to my supervisor trying he was also my math teacher so trying to understand the underlying math from him as well i think that was the biggest one and i think besides that um i think actually a lot of my troubles only came from having um i would say a relatively elementary understanding of the of the subject so even when i i was doing a comparative study so to do a comparative study you need to understand the content in a lot of detail and i think even the methodology also had troubles with only because of um a little lack of understanding but i think all of it i did i did overcome by just understanding the subject in greater detail so yeah so how did you familiarize yourself with the uh, e criteria to get the a in your extended so this is a tip that uh, my school science coordinator had given me in passing when i was speaking to him about something completely different but he said that you know for every subject it's always a good idea to read the guide in totality and understand what the ib wants from you the ib hasn't hidden things they literally telling you what you will be graded on which is in the guide and so what i did was i familiarized myself with the criteria by going through the e guide and making a checklist of things that needed to be there in the e which is really helpful i didn't do this just for my e with my other subject i is as well which i think was um pretty helpful and i think even besides that when we're talking about the criteria it's a good idea to like uh, the criteria it's a good idea to see like exemplars to see how the e criteria manifests itself in reality in real pieces of work because a lot of times the grading criteria can seem a little weak so it's a good idea to look at like samples and things like that so looking the sample is an important part uh, ib plays a very important role in every ib students of course for teachers but critical thinking also a major role in tok and extended now can you tell how do you develop a critical uh, skills in extended essay so since my e was in math i think the critical thinking skills needed there were a little different like besides like they were a little different you weren't really working with like solving extraordinary problems you were just trying to understand things a little more but besides the obvious reading more i think with critical thinking i just solved more mathematical problems i think olympiad problems are pretty helpful and i remember um there was this book which i read um it's called the art of problem solving i i was reading that um for something else for like my college essays and things like that but it did provide a lot of direction to my e as well i also think that youtube is a great resource which is a little uh, undermined i remember there was this channel called uh, three blue three blue one brown if like, i think yeah three b one b which made math so simple for me to understand and had these like stunning graphical representations that really guided how i thought about my e and like gave direction to critical thinking so i think yeah just making use of all the resources that you have um, can help develop brilliant art of problem solving book linking with extended essay something new even i want to learn so unati two mistakes student should avoid on their extended essay journey um i think uh, because i i did a math e i can think i can speak and plus i'm a stem student so i think i i can speak more to stem subject but i think uh, a mistake a lot of people make is at the outset they become things super super ambitious that they do not completely understand um and you know as a result of that they put off working on their extended essay they don't um and and they and they produce low quality work because they don't understand what they're working with so i think um, that is extremely important that 
you pick something that you want to do but that also that you think you can do um the e i don't think is something that you need to it's not it's not really a research it's not really an academic research paper it's 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 simpler than that so i think um just picking something that's realistic is important students don't always do that and i think number 2 is not being familiar with what they're being graded on which links back to the first um topic you could pick a simple topic but if you do it well and you understand what you're being graded on and you work towards that i think you can do extremely well really every students want to take exchange they say they want to achieve the a in the exchange essay so can you tell a two tips for getting a a in the exchange essay for dp students i think number one is um becoming familiar with what they're being graded on uh because obviously uh e starts a little later and it's not something that's taught in classes it's a, it's a relatively self paced so you will have to know what you're doing so i think just becoming familiar with what you're being graded on is pretty important and also i think keeping in touch with your supervisor is important uh because they can really give a lot of direction and shape to your e um so i think yeah that and i think it's also important that you pick a topic that you are genuinely passionate about and not something that you're doing for the heck of it because you want to finish your e because if you do that you will not have any motivation to work on it and um that i think is the biggest hurdle to overcome just a lack of motivation